Welcome back to the Brodo Fantasy Football Podcast presented by BrotoFantasy.com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop, with my brothers, the only two twins that give you double that fantasy goodness, Michael and Jason Petrop. Yeehaw! We are going down to Texas. Welcome to the Brodo Heat Wave. We are going to Houston for the Houston Texans. Uh, 32 teams in 32 days, every single fantasy. Oh, yeah. Brodo Fantasy and Brodo Fantasy. Com. I'm your host, Tim Petrop. Here are my brothers, Michael and Jason. I reckon this will be a good one. What? JJ? JJ Watt? Uh, I get it. JJ Watt. What? Just a reminder, during the season, we do two of these episodes per week where we give you every single fantasy relevant player going into the week, every single fantasy matchup uh, against the defenses, how we think they're going to perform. We rank every week. All three of us, official fantasy pros. Rankers, um, you could also check us out. On BrotoFantasy.com, Patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy for extra episodes. And to join our listener leagues, the deadline's coming up quick, so make sure you join in. If you are in a league with people who don't care about anything and you are someone who goes so deep that you found us and you listen to fantasy podcasts and you listen, then you are someone who wants to take this seriously. Get in a league with other people who also take this seriously. Broto Leagues are up and running right now. Speaking of up and running right now, let's start in Houston. Same offense that we've seen for a while with Bill O'Brien as the head coach. Let's get into those offensive pieces. Deshaun Watson at quarterback. This is a guy that usually uh, you can you can base your you can really put your team on its on his back as a quarterback. You are not disappointed if you have Deshaun Watson as your quarterback most of the time. The only problem is that that was a Deshaun Watson that you got when he had DeAndre Hopkins. And you are now entering a Deshaun Watson area that you do not know about. New wide receivers, a new running back, an improved offensive line. So the question is, can you trust Deshaun Watson, especially going at quarterback five, especially going where he's going in the sixth round where you're going to have to pass on some pretty good wide receivers and running backs in that area or maybe tie, even tight ends in that area, like a guy like Tyler Higby or something like that. We won't be having Deshaun Watson on our teams because we don't draft Too early. That, that early. But if you do have Deshaun Watson on your team, what can you expect? Look, Deshaun Watson... There's no denying that he's been a monster, like his his whole career. I mean, this guy, he was the QB2 last season overall and in points per game. He was fifth in 2018 overall, sixth in points per game. He got hurt in 2017, but prior to the injury, was first overall in points per game. The dude has been an absolute stud his entire career. Now he's being drafted as a QB5. Last Obviously, year he as the quarterback one overall three separate times. That's yeah, pretty Yeah, I mean, crazy. the dude is great. This to, drop- give you, to give you a little, to, I'm sorry, to give, to give you a little context on that, Lamar Jackson, who set the fantasy world on fire, finished as the QB one overall four times. Yeah, I mean, uh, no one's denying that Deshaun Watson isn't a beast, but yeah, that does make it clear. To it just shows you how good Deshaun Watson can be when he's really on. And this ADP drop to to QB five, which isn't which isn't too big of a drop, obviously has to do with DeAndre Hopkins. Look. The Texans still have Will Fuller, who 
Deshaun Watson has a great connection with. They added Brandon Cooks. They added Randall Cobb. They still have Fells, Aikens, Warren, a trio of tight ends. It's not a bad trio. He's rushed for at least 400 yards and at least five touchdowns each of the last two seasons. Was on pace to top those numbers in 2017 as well before he got hurt. The Texans, similar to the Bears in the previous episode, I was saying, they're not this tremendous team that's going to be like leading in games, right? Like they're going to be battling. And they're going to be trailing in games at times. And Deshaun Watson's going to have to be Deshaun Watson for them to be a decent team. Like, that's the only way the Texans are a good team is if Deshaun Watson continues to be a stud. And I think he's still going to need to be throwing the ball an absolute ton. And I think he may even need to start using his legs a bit more. Like, he already uses his legs uh, a fair amount. But I wouldn't be shocked if he goes over, like, 600 rushing yards this year just based on the fact that he can't throw it up to DeAndre Hopkins whenever he uh whenever he feels the pressure coming. I think he's going to be less efficient with Nuke gone, but I also think his volume may increase and his rushing will likely increase because I don't even think they're going to be a good rushing team. I think David Johnson's an absolute joke, so how would I expect their rushing performance to be any better? I think this whole offense is going to be revolve around Deshaun Watson and we don't typically draft QBs early, but if he's there in the 7th or 8th round, which he's been falling to lately, I drafted him in the 7th round in DWG 6 because I was like, screw it, he fell here. I have a pretty good roster already. Let me add Deshaun Watson. If he falls that far, I wouldn't be against taking him there. I understand the ADP, even though there is some risk tied to it. I just think he's still going to be an absolute beast because that's who Deshaun Watson Deshaun Watson is. Let's let's talk about all right, I want to talk about Deshaun Watson at the same time talk about some of the wide receivers. Because obviously DeAndre Hopkins is not in in play anymore. DeAndre Hopkins was an absolute target machine. I don't I don't I don't think that like guys like DeAndre Hopkins calling him a possession receiver is not the correct way to call him, but that's what he was. You know what I mean? He was a possession receiver. You could throw to him on any down and you would not be disappointed ever so with that being with that being said they don't have that guy anymore Brandon Cooks is a downfield threat Will Fuller is a downfield threat Kenny Stills is a downfield threat so the question is when it's time to check down and when it's time to throw the you know the little in route or little out route that a guy can catch over the middle in traffic who do they go to and Deshaun Watson has shown in the past that he has happy feet. I'm not saying that I don't like him, you know? I'm not saying that he can't succeed. But his weapons are just so different this year. And everything's going to have to be different. Including his running back, David Johnson, who, if everything goes right with David Johnson, is going to be the first time that he has a true pass catcher in the backfield. Besides, man, unless you... Talk about Duke Johnson. I'm not talking about an every down type of guy. I mean, How Duke Johnson is a good pass catcher, though. Yeah, he is. A, he's a great pass catcher, but he's a he's a third down running back, right? He's not going to be on the field every single snap. David Johnson, on the other hand, is a check down type guy where you could check it down to him on any on any down. So the question is, like, how does this affect him? Do you think that he gets off to a rough start? Because I don't have the schedule in front of me. Let me pull it up in a second. But the Texans have a killer schedule to start the year. Just absolute murder. So, what do you guys think? I mean... Does that, does that affect them? I, I don't think they're going to be a very good team. And 
I don't I get what you're saying just I don't believe in David Johnson and I don't think they're going to be a very good team. So I think the volume is going to be there. And I think Deshaun Watson at the is going to be day, forced to use his legs a little more. All right. At the end of the day, Brandon Cooks is a good receiver. Deshaun Watson is still a great quarterback. And there's still good wide receivers on the team. Brandon Cooks has been on a new team three times now. And his first year on that team, his average is 1,133 yards and seven touchdowns. That's not something easy to do going on to a new team. With this, with Drew Brees and the Saints, he had 1,100 yards and eight t- and at least eight touchdowns both seasons. Then he went to New England, 1,100 yards, seven touchdowns. Then he went to the Rams, 1,200 yards and five touchdowns. And then last year he was wide receiver 29 prior to getting injured. And if we assume seven and a half targets per game for Brandon Cooks, take Deshaun Watson's true throw value for 2019. Brandon Cooks's true target value, wide receiver 17. He's 26 years old. Houston just dealt a second-round pick for him. Brandon Cook's a good wide receiver. I think Brandon Cook is underrated. Let me tell you something, because I saw something. I I really wish I remembered who wrote this because it was it was awesome, uh, very good research. But if you had Chris Conley and D.D. Westbrook on your best ball team last season, you would have had an overall wide receiver too. Overall wide receiver two with their spike weeks because they just took turns with spike weeks and combined were an absolutely tremendous receiver. I feel like this season, if you're in a best ball league and you get Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks in round six and seven or six and eight or seven and eight, somewhere in there, I feel like you may end up drafting like an overall wide receiver one, just matching their spike weeks with each other. Brandon Cooks, for those who, for those who don't know, he gets this rap that he's injury prone. I don't know why. Um, well, all the concussions. He deals with nagging has, injuries, but I mean, he doesn't miss played, games. He's played 16 games in 15, 16, 17, and 18. Like he didn't miss a game in four straight years. And in those in in those games, he I mean, in those years he finished as wide receiver 14, wide receiver 9, wide receiver 12 and wide receiver 13 overall. In There's those no years, reason not to he take him. A, right. His ADP so is absurd. I, I like Brandon Cooks. Uh, what, I was, I, I, what I was saying before was more about Deshaun Watson. It, it might have came off as, I don't like Brandon Cooks. But it's not. I love Brandon Cooks. I think that he's being undervalued tremendously. Although his, his ADP is rising every week, if it seems like. Rise up. Like, we were getting him in the beginning in our best ball drafts in, like, 10th round. Now he's being drafted around the 7th round. So, in drafts that I've been in, at least... So, it's... Will Fuller, if you're... One tip. If you're in a best ball draft, draft Will Fuller. It's simple. I mean, last season, Will Fuller was hurt, and his best ball win rate was above average. Just because that's that's how helpful he is in his spike weeks. And now DeAndre Hopkins is gone. So, just please, if you're in a best ball league, draft Will Fuller. Is there any worry for you that Will Fuller was one of those guys who did one thing, and he did it very well? No. He ran the, he ran the nine route. Um, you know what I love about Will Fuller? This is this should be the key to drafting. His ADP right now is wide receiver 36. Once you look up rankings for week one or watch ESPN Sunday morning or watch CBS on Sunday morning and they show you their wide receiver rankings, I assure you Will Fuller is going to be probably in the top 24, 100%. He is going to be, maybe maybe if it's a really hard matchup, top 30. 
but he will never be outside the top 36. Exactly. When he's healthy, his ranking will never be lower than where his ADP is at right now. Draft him. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's tough because this is a guy that really does get injured every year. Also, this they just the gave Randall Cobb this huge contract, and he's basically going undrafted. I want to talk about Randall Cobb because I think Randall Cobb has the ability to be someone that people are sleeping on because of the, 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 because of the reason I just said. You got Cooks, you got Fuller, you got Stills. These guys are all outside speed wide receivers, and they don't have anyone to, to man that middle. And Randall Cobb did a great job manning that middle last year for Dallas. And speaking of injury-prone, he's another injury-prone guy. But when he's healthy, he's always been a very good slot receiver. He's going to be in that slot. They don't have a tight end that, that jumps out the page at you. Randall Cobb is sneaky someone that I feel like is going to have an opportunity to be really successful this year. Here's the thing, though. It seems like they don't have a tight end. I'll get to the tight ends right now. Darren Fells this and Jordan is, Aikens. This is great. If you combine... Talk about double teaming a best ball if you take these two guys their combined stats last year 70 catches 760 yards nine touchdowns wow top five tight end if i'm not mistaken jared cook basically combined they were jared cook so there is a middle of the field presence it's these two guys and there is a red zone presence it's these two guys unfortunately it's not one of them they can start on your team but there are people in the middle of the field, and David Johnson will probably run some routes uh, towards the middle of the field. So will Duke Johnson. I don't think I just I don't want Randall Cobb. The thing with me is teams. that Randall Cobb's ADP is currently outside the top two hundred. Like on Fantasy yeah. Pros, he's a nineteenth round pick. If I'm in the nineteenth round, I'm taking Randall Cobb. He's free because he's, free he's someone who's gonna be flex worthy some weeks. Nineteenth round players are a joke typically. He is tied to Sean Watson too. In your home league too, like. I feel like Randall Cobb's one of those guys where everyone waits. For the most part, everyone waits until the last round to take the second to last round to take a defense, the the last round to take a kicker. I feel like Randall Cobb's one of those guys where it's like I'm gonna take a kicker around early and get a and get a Will Lutz. I'm gonna take a defense around early and get like a Chicago Bears or a, another defense that I really like, a, a Pittsburgh Steelers. And then I'm gonna pick Randall Cobb with my last pick, while everyone else is picking kickers. And I might, I might hit a home run because he's the only person that, that plays that role on that team. Yeah. Like, wh- he had 800 yards last year. Like, sneaky. this is the guy that, very, yeah, very sneaky, guy sir. that was productive as fuck. Um, speaking of productive as fuck once upon a time, uh, David Johnson at the running back There you position. go, Tim. Very Let sneaky. me just emphasize that one more time. Once upon a time. Yeah, but yo, all right. First of all, give give me your your David Johnson hate because I know it's coming because I want to I want to rebut it. Tim, but. let me just say this: in 2016, when the fantasy football season started, I wasn't even legally allowed to take a drink yet. That's the last time David Johnson was good. Like that's a long damn time ago, 2016. Jeez, and by that I mean I was I was turning 21 in October. For those of all you who right, don't we, know, we get it, Michael. We get it. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. He's about to be. Tw- he's gonna turn twenty nine years old in a couple months. He's coming off multiple injuries, three straight seasons of being really bad. He's averaged three point six yards per carry since twenty sixteen. Last season, he had three breakaway runs overall. Was outside the top fifty in evaded tackles, and this was all seeing uh, a light front on sixty two percent of his carries. So it's not like teams were stacking the box against him. He was running against light fronts 
sixth most times in the league. And guess what? He still wasn't good at all. The dude is just being bad, uh, has just been bad, and he's being drafted based on this pipe dream that, oh, he got traded to Houston, here comes the renaissance, bro, the David Johnson, I'm here for it. Nobody who talks like that says renaissance. Bro, <laughs> renaissance, The bro. David Johnson renaissance is like a thing. Is all right, then I'm here for it. Oh, look, look, it's a picture of Rip David I'm Johnson. I'm here for it, send here tweet, for it. log off. <laughs> bro, for real though, that's, that's tweet, like... log off, bro. I have not heard any real pro David Johnson arguments besides one, he's going to see a lot of volume, and two, I'm here for it. Those are like the (laughs) only two arguments I've heard about David Johnson. And look, he's being drafted as the running back 23. I'll give you this. That's not terrible for a running back, a starting running back on a team. But he's also being drafted. Drafted over guys, according to Fantasy Pros ADP, like over Metcalf, DJ Chark, Robert Woods, Terry McLaurin, Tyler Higby, Evan Ingram, Michael Gallup. If you say one up, who's going to have a better season? I'm put. I'm literally betting you that all those guys outscore David Johnson. Like, it's not even close. Especially Metcalf, Chark, Woods, and McLaurin. Like, that's a joke. Those guys should not be being drafted over David Johnson. Yet they are because people are so scared to wait on running backs and they panic. And draft David Johnson. Today I tweeted, is 2020 David Johnson just 2019 Devontae Freeman? Because that's actually how I feel. People are like, oh, Devontae Freeman's just going to return back to form. He's going to be great. He ended up being a bum and he was useless. Plus, I think Duke Johnson is just a way better running back than David Johnson. In our Hot Takes episode, I said Duke Johnson is going to end as a 20th, as a top 20 running back and with more points than David Johnson. I like Duke Johnson a lot. He's the 45th running back off the board. You get him in the double digits much later than David Johnson. He averaged 4.9 yards per carry last season, was second in the leagues in yards per touch, was top five in breakaway run rate, had double the amount of breakaway runs as David Johnson had, had 44 receptions for over 400 yards. He's going to have standalone flex value some weeks, especially now with Nuke gone. They're probably going to try to get Duke Johnson more involved. If David Johnson gets hurt or just continues to be trash, I think Duke Johnson could end up being fantasy gold, so I love him at ADP, which obviously, from everything I'm saying, you probably figure out I cannot stand David Johnson at currently ADP. I'm just not in on this re-renaissance at all for David Johnson. Just not buying it. Here's what renaissance, bro. I have a question for you. Is he better than Carlos Hyde? As a pure runner? Yeah. Not, Not anymore, no. Come on, man. Carlos Hyde wasn't Carlos. Carlos Hyde was the the funny joke last season. He wasn't that bad, but he wasn't he was that bad. Like if you really look at the numbers, I mean, he's still bad, but he wasn't. It that was just bad. funny a, because he was playing ahead of a better running back. Here's the thing with David Johnson. You all the players that you mentioned going around him. There's one key similarity between all those players. None of them play running back and when you're talking about david johnson you're talking about a, a running back that's duke johnson the, plays running back duke yes i'm talking about the players you mentioned is going around him in the fantasy draft oh okay at, at adp right at adp none of them play running back and if you went two wide receivers early three wide receivers early if you took a tight end early if you took a quarterback early and you're taking and you and you need a running back you need an rb2 and you're staring at David Johnson in the face in the fifth round. 
the dude's going to get volume. And you could make as many arguments against the fact that he sucks now, blah, 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 this, blah, 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 that. He's running in an offense. Drafting that- based on perceived volume is how people get screwed over. Yeah, you have to draft on talent and volume. You can't just draft yeah, based on volume. But you also have That's to- how guys like Devontae Freeman go in the top three rounds la- last season. But he's not going in the top three rounds. He's going in the fifth round. And you he's going in the fourth remember- round. And you also remember the last time that a running back did not rush for 1,000 yards for the Houston Texans was Alfred Blue. Like, Lamar Miller did it three times in a row. Before that, Arian Foster did it three times in a row. Before that, Steve Slayton did it. Like, these... This I mean, those... We can't go back wrong. to... We cannot go back to Foster and Slayton. That was with Gary Kubiak, not Bill O'Brien. Sure, Those guys fine. don't count. Okay, those guys don't count. But Lamar Miller did it three times, then Carlos Hyde did it again four years in a row. Four years in a row. So, like, yes, you have to... You have to you have to draft based on talent. Yes, you have to draft based on, on uh, volume, but you also have to draft based on role. And this role has been fantasy viable for the last few years. Like, they have been RB2s for four years in a row. And I don't think you could argue that Lamar Miller and Carlos Hyde are worse than David Johnson has the ability to be this year. So when you're talking about a guy... Because he was good four years ago. Three years ago, like he, he was great four years ago, but three years ago he had a decent season, and then he had an injured season, and then last year. So it's not you're 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 making it seem as though like like he he definitely lost something when I don't think that is necessarily one hundred percent the case. I I mean I'm just not gonna agree with you. So so be it. You could draft well, David Johnson early. You could draft David Montgomery at the four or five turn and see how your team turns out. I would. That's a good point. I would not want. I if I'm taking Montgomery, I'm not taking David Johnson. How about David Johnson? Or David Johnson or David Montgomery? Oof, that's yuck. Yeah, uh, both ugly. Picks. Probably David Johnson, as disgusting as that sounds. I just I'm not gonna roster both because they're going way too high no, for me. You, I mean, you're not gonna roster both, but I I think that if you're drafting a running back in the fifth. No, round, I'm just saying I'm not gonna draft either of them. Those are two guys where I'm perfectly fine having zero shares of because. I know that I'm not going to be completely wrong on it. Maybe I'll be partially wrong. Uh, there's no way I'm completely wrong. To it's, me, David Johnson is the end, is the very end of the third tier of running backs right now. I'm I actually not, have David Johnson and David Montgomery back-to-back in my ranking. I just feel like if you're going to take a guy based on volume after the first two rounds, Le'Veon Bell and James Conner should be your choices, not those two yeah, guys. I mean, yeah, but you're I not getting Le'Veon Bell or James Conner in the fifth round. Fourth? Yeah, fourth. You could get them in the fourth in some drafts. Sure, you can, but I'm talking about if you don't, if you need an RB two and David Johnson staring you in the face, and you already have three wide receivers and a running back, like David, you could do worse than David Johnson, your RB two, strictly because of the role. And I, I think that dismissing him because he had a he had that great season in 2016, but you're you're not giving him his due for 2017. He 17, had a decent season in 2018. Nineteen and then and then eighteen he was injured. And then nineteen he came back and Cliff Kingsbury was the coach and he didn't use him. Bums. So there there is circumstances besides he's washed. He was hot cross buns. Hot cross buns. 
I don't even know what that means. And that he was buns. You guys are right now, Jason, that response was, uh, I'm writing down this tweet and I'm logging off. He was hot cross That's buns. What, that was equivalent to. <laughs> yeah, because you, you guys <laughs> have talked about him long enough. I don't got to keep saying numbers. He was hot cross buns. We talked about the tight ends already. <laughs> um, you're so not funny at all. It's, been, it's insane. Tim gets angry. Um, Timmy's getting down sassy. On David Johnson. No, it's because I'm, I'm looking for a rebuttal. How you feel, you sad. I just listened to you and Michael argue about David Johnson for seven minutes, and now you're getting mad at me because I just said he's buns? <laughs> Tim, I'm sorry that I don't want to trust a running back who has literally been a piece of walking trash for three straight years in just the fifth round. three straight years, two years. He had a decent season a couple years ago. I mean, in 17. He did. Facts is facts, kid. Fine. Then draft David Johnson. Have fun with that. One injury away. Who is it? Duke Johnson, obviously. It has to be Duke. Tim, oh, yeah, so. hold up. I knew you were bugging out a little bit. Why? 2017, the dude played one game before he got hurt the rest of the year. All right, then I'm... I'm 2018 is what you're talking about. 2016 is when he was an absolute monster. No denying right. that. A- 2018, the dude rushed for 940 yards on 258 carries. It's David Montgomery type numbers. I mean, yeah, but you're also <laughs> forgetting that he did it with the Steve Wilkes system that asked him to run up the middle more than any other running back in the league. I mean, whatever. I'm done talking about David Johnson. The dude is washed. Right. We'll see. Um, Jason, where can they find you? At BrotoF, Jason. Michael? At BrotoFF, Mike. You can find me at BrotoFF, Tim. See we did there. Just putting this out there, I'm not saying take David Johnson high. <laughs> Just saying if he's there in the fifth round, it's a good value. Um, I hope he's there in the I hope he's there in the fifth round, Tim, in our main home league. And you pass on him, and I could show everyone. I mean, it depends on the other players that are there. Actually, no, no, no. You and, him to take no, you and Jason like, are, like, I'm, my I'm biggest gonna, threats, so take him then, please. I'm going to have – I'm also going to have two running backs on my roster way earlier. So I, the scenario that I painted is not even, like, a scenario for me. Um, BrotoFantasy.com, by the way. Patreon.com slash BrotoFantasy for a bunch of extras. Join the listener leagues. We've been uh, – We've been arguing more in the past couple episodes. I don't know yeah. what's going on today. Hostility. Tim's pissing me off. The Hostility east were nice. There. The north's were nice once we got to the south. The, the, south. Say about the deep south. south. The heat <laughs> <for the show. laughs> Peace out. Little Later. Nikki. Later.